0: Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl. With me as your host, Amy Bush. When was the last time that you had taken a look at the back of your hair care bottle and read the label, or at least tried to read the ingredients and tried to understand, and maybe you could, or most likely, maybe you couldn't understand anything that you tried to read? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be walking you through and giving you some pointers on how to understand what you're reading. the back of that bottle. So how to read the ingredients in your hair care labels. Now what you need to know is ingredients are listed in descending order from the greatest amount to the least amount that is present in your hair care products. And in fact this goes for all products whether it's your toothpaste, your laundry detergent, um, maybe the box of Oreos that you got out of the cupboard. Any of these This is how products work. Now the first five ingredients on the list tend to have the most impact because they have the highest concentration. And then from there, everything else following after that is in smaller and smaller amounts. I'm going to be mentioning a few of the most common ingredients that you're going to see and how to decipher them when you're reading these labels, especially when it comes to hair care. Alcohols, they are found in hair care products and are arranged compounds made up of carbon, water, and hydrogen. Some of these alcohols are designed to keep the oils and water from separating. Some are used as a way to help lock moisture into the hair and give products a creamy texture. Different alcohols have different purposes. Remember that. Not all alcohol is bad. Now some examples of alcohols that are helpful to the hair are cetyl alcohol, Sterile alcohols, and behenyl alcohol. These are fatty acid alcohols. They act as thickening agents and emulsifiers, as well as that they are moisture-loving. Behentrymonium methyl sulfate. This is an ingredient that is synthetically derived from the oil that comes from rapeseed. It's designed to provide extra slip in hair products. And it also helps to bind water and oil together in order to create a cream. So some of these words that are a little hard to pronounce are really effective in being able to create a product that we're going to be able to use effectively and enjoy. Now, glycerin. This is probably one that you've heard of quite often, but do you really know what it is and what it does? It's used for its ability to attract and retain moisture and bounce in the hair. And those are things that we definitely want in our curls. And speaking of humectants, Sodium lactate is said to be more moisturizing than glycerin, and it is not sticky. So if you're having issues with glycerin in some of your products, check the label and see if it contains sodium lactate. Glycerol stearate is a naturally derived fatty acid, and it's produced from glycerin and stearic acid being mixed together. Now this acts as a natural lubricant for softness and the smoothing of the hair, and also forming a barrier to prevent moisture loss. And we know that that's important. Now you may also see a variety of natural oils and these are used to create slip and soften the hair. Look for these to replace your silicones. You may also recognize silicones by some of the words like dimethicone and trimethicone. Now one of the big concerns that people tend to have is about preservatives. We've heard a lot of things about preservatives. So I'm going to be talking about some of the more natural ones that you might see in your products. Potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, and sodium gluconate. These are natural salts that can be found in nature and these preservatives work against yeast and mold. Now we have a lot of water in our products so those are really good breeding grounds for yeast and mold and that can be dangerous for us and it cannot be healthy. So we want to make sure that we do have some sort of preservative in our products. Now you may also see some natural extracts that are antibacterial, antifungal and antimicrobial. So those things are also going to be in products that contain a high water content. Proteins, they are used to strengthen the hair. Common proteins you may see are hydrolyzed wheat, oat and soy hydrolyzed vegetable protein, hydrolyzed keratin, hydrolyzed collagen, and other amino acids. Now these proteins can repair the hair, but at the same time they're going to help improve the moisture retention and elasticity while giving the hair softness, shine, and bounce. Hydrolyzation is important because it takes a larger molecule and breaks it down into a much smaller sized molecule so the hair can accept it and retain it. The example I'd like to use is that you want to get your furniture into your house, but it's kind of too big. So you just leave it at the door. Well, it does no good or benefit for you to have your furniture outside the house because you want your furniture inside the house. So the same thing goes for proteins and amino acids and a lot of these other ingredients that are going to be helpful to our curls. We want it inside the hair, not on the outside. Now, we know that we're not supposed to use sulfates because they can be irritating and drying to our skin as well as our hair. So, some natural substitutes would be sodium cocoa sulfate, which is made from coconut oil. You may also see sodium laurel sulfoacetate, sodium cocal glycinate, laurel glyco- glycoside, as well as you may see any combination of these names on the list. As you can see, they can be a little bit of a tongue twister and a little bit difficult to say at times. And last but not least, you may also see saponified olive or coconut oil. Now, I have found a bunch of information all over the internet, but I thought I would go ahead and refer to an article from NaturallyCurly.com. The article is called The Five Basic Types of Ingredients in Your Products. The introduction that I had given to you of the ingredients up to this point is going to help you understand this article just a little bit more. So the first... Is active ingredients. Now this is where the promise of the product gets delivered. These are the main ingredients, most likely to be your top five. Second, your base ingredients. They are the delivery vehicle for the active ingredients. So actives have to be diluted with something so that they can slip into the hair better and so that they can work together. Base ingredients work with the active ingredients to make sure that you get what you need. Third, Control ingredients. This is where quality control comes into place, or they ensure that the product stays within an acceptable parameter. So gums and polymers are used to stabilize. Acids and bases are used to balance pH. Polyo's maintain texture after freezing. That's important because if your product freezes on the truck within delivery and it doesn't mix, it separates, or maybe it's too thick to use, then you can't use it. So that's quality control. And then preservatives, like you now know, are used to protect against bacterial growth. Fourth is aesthetic agents. This is the part that gets to us the most. How they look and how they smell. How many times have you purchased something just because it was cute or just because it smelled amazing and you had to have it because it made you feel a certain way? Well, that's where that comes in. And fifth, these are the featured ingredients. They are added to increase appeal. So these ingredients have no other function than to just get your attention and boy, do they. They can include botanicals, vitamins and minerals, some proteins and just about anything else that might be called natural and organic. You can recognize this because it's gonna be added into the product name or placed on the label front. And as an example, when you look at the label, you might also see that it says something like also contains dot, dot, dot. For example, also contains organic aloe vera gel. Once you know how to break down all these ingredients, it's something that you can never unsee. And education is the key to giving yourself the power and the control of choosing what you want to put on your hair. Marketing is all around us designed to just make money and sell. And we are inundated with it in every part of our life. But once you can see through the BS, you'll be able to see the truth and you won't be fooled again. Doesn't it feel great to not be quite as confused now? Because I know when I'm reading the ingredients on a label, it can be confusing and intimidating. If you have any questions, all you have to do is take that ingredient, pop it into Google, and see what pops up. You're going to find out why the ingredient is in the product, and then you can see if it's an ingredient that is going to be safe for you. Now I'm going to leave you with a story that has left a lasting impression on me when I was young. I remember when products were being marketed as being bad and drying for having alcohols in them. So, you know, products were eliminating alcohols as one of the ingredients. I remember there was this hairspray that was being promoted as being alcohol-free. However, when you got into it and you looked at the ingredients, the alcohol was replaced with butane. Butane is in lighter fluid. How is that any better? So where it was technically alcohol-free, it wasn't necessarily replaced with something that was actually better. So anytime that you see marketing that claims to be eliminating a product or ingredient that is not desirable, you always need to ask yourself, what has it been replaced with? And is it better, worse, or the same? So try not to go crazy as you're going through this list of ingredients that you're reading on the back of your hair care bottles. And if you do, my apologies. I'm so sorry to take you down that rabbit hole. But I do find it helpful to have a little bit more knowledge about what I'm reading. And just because, and just remember... I didn't list everything that you might see on a label. This was just a small sampling. So if the words are small, pull out your magnifying glass and all your readers, haha, some of us need them these days, and explore the intriguing world of ingredients. And thank you again for being here with me for another episode and another week. Take care and much girl love. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired, by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I would like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.